0: And welcome into Smooth Operators, episode six of our summer shenanigans. We hope you had a wonderful time this morning watching the Canadian Grand Prix. We know George Russell didn't, but how are you guys doing today, Griggs and Ben McClarkin? I'm doing really well.
1: I don't get the last name.
0: No, you don't. Is it just I, too I hard your for you? My last know name him? was McLaren. I thought it all does not of my last ben names or- were McCarkin.
1: Uh, Dude, that's
2: how contrary i right now given contrary, how my predictions went
1: contrary to popular belief uh, it is the Father's Day Ben is in fact not our father since yeah
2: I mean in the fantasy I'm looking like all oh, y'all's dad
1: I've not checked F1 fantasy since I left Auburn so
2: you don't have to just know that I'm winning You never <laughs> yeah my Nick
1: DeFreeze my Nick DeFreeze pick probably still isn't looking good but yes oh. welcome back Two smooth operators, Noah and Ben, are currently in uh, the Harvard College of Business in Triple H. It's a Horton mm-hmm. Hardgrave Hall. I am a time zone away, as we've been calling it here on the show, God's time zone, the eastern time zone. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina, or me, really. But yes, we are not back yet, but don't worry, we still got Formula One content for y'all. Let's just go ahead and get right into it. Today was the Canadian Grand Prix... Which was again, of course, won by Mr. Max Verstappen. His third win in the row. Red Bull has now won nine races in the row for the second time in the team's history. With Max Verstappen's win today, Red Bull passes 100 victories for the team. Max gets to 42 wins, which now ties Ayrton Senna for, I believe, sixth all time. If I'm correct. Yes. Sixth all-time. So, yes, the podium went as follows. Max Verstappen, P1, earning 25 points. Nine seconds behind him. A little bit closer gap than we've seen the past couple weeks is Fernando Alonso of Aston Martin scoring 18 points. In third place, rounding out the podium is number 44 for Mercedes Sir Lewis Hamilton, number 44, 14 seconds behind Max Verstappen with the 15 points. And a 4-5, both Ferrari boys, Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz, finishing fourth and fifth after, we'll talk about this later, a great strategy call from the boys in red. Sergio Perez in sixth, uh, scoring nine points today, including one point for the fastest lap near the end of the race. Today's driver of the day scoring six points for Williams in seventh, Alex Albon, six right. points. What an incredible drive from him today in eighth place is everyone's favorite driver on this show Esteban Alcon scoring four points for Alpine in ninth place in his home Grand Prix it is Lance Stroll the 18 of Aston Martin scoring two points and rounding out the top after a Lando Norris penalty it is number in number 77 Valtteri Bottas of Alfa Romeo with a point we had two DNFs this race Logan Sargent after I believe the first 20-ish laps. And then George Russell, who at some point of the race caused a uh, safety car, went on, continued racing. His brakes ended up being too bad to finish, so he does not finish. So 18 drivers finished today. I believe that makes, for the last four races, there have only been six retirees. or might be five. I can't remember if they were counting that, Logan's or not, before they count that. So five to six retirees in the last four races. So we've been getting a lot of good, clean racing lately, gentlemen. What were your thoughts on today's Grand Prix? I mean, it was
2: clean except for what happened to Lando Norris um, and and what happened to Nico and uh, Yuki, but you know, hey, what Lando
0: <laughs> committed an unsportsmanlike uh, penalty; he had to give up 15 yards. All right, all fair is in love and gridiron. Mm. Yeah, and you know what, Noah? You did say on the last episode
2: how. Um, Lewis would win from the FIA's favor. He didn't quite, but he did get away with an unsafe release. He did. And got second. So,
0: he did get a podium I mean, out of that.
2: Also, can we talk about the fact that Yuki and um, Kevin just drove each other
0: off the road? That was hilarious. They quite, and then literally, onto the street. They quite literally just said, no, you're not turning. I, I was yeah. laughing my butt off on my couch. That was, that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. But folks, before we let Ben and Griggs dive deeper into this with their smart knowledge, I just got to tell you, the plan worked. All right? I don't El even know what, I don't even know what we started at, but El plan worked. All right? We didn't pit. All right? I thought it was a terrible idea. I texted these guys and said, oh, Ferrari didn't put And then all of a sudden, we got a fourth and fifth. All right. We are one DNF away from a podium. We're three DNFs away from a one two. All right. So, in my Mm. books, we won and we won Le Mans. All right. We are back up as the Prancing Ponies. All right. Now, I don't want to hear nothing out of you two about, oh, Le Mans doesn't count toward the season for F1. It does in my heart. All right, you saw Charles Leclerc looking at that Le Mans winner. Tell me that man is not inspired.
1: Well, everyone knows Garage Fifty Six was the winner of Le Mans in everyone's hearts. That's a fact.
2: Yes, I mean they beat all of the GTP cars, which are purpose built for Le Mans racing. So it's a win. It's a win for me too. And they ran past LMP twos. So
1: who's better car? We'll discuss on the next F one episode of Smooth Operators: Ferrari or Chevy. Tune in next week to find out um better but car. yes with ferrari's uh points double points finished today <laughs> uh they are now at fourth place in the driver's standings. still were 122 aston martin and mercedes are getting closer mercedes 167 points aston martin at 154 they are now 13 points behind the other green car and red bull just getting out to more of a demanding lead let me do some calculations 321 points for red bull they are now 154 points Ahead of Mercedes. So they are combined Aston Martin's point total. That's how many points ahead Red Bull are of Mercedes in second place. So this one is getting <clears throat> out of hand very quickly. They're not letting Ferrari have a head start like they did last year. And it's only round nine of this Formula One season. And we got 23 races left. But yeah, it's starting to get, come a big, big gap.
2: Mm, it is. And I mean, Red Bull's reached 100 wins now. Sky's the limit, I think, in terms of what they do from here on out. I'm very excited to see how that
1: goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Red Bull was at 759 last year, so doing the math again, they are already have 42.2% of the points they had in last season's calendar. So they could potentially pass their point total from last season, which i got to imagine it was close to the highest ever point total in F1 history. Mm-hmm. Probably competing with those uh, Bottas-Hamilton years, I assume.
2: I think so. And in terms of dominance, too. I mean... Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. What, what a... Also, so, what a move today for Williams with the Alex Albon finishing P7-8 jump out to now ninth in the constructor standings there in seven points with nine. Haas is one point above them at eight. In seventh place, Alfa Romeo with nine. And McLaren in six with 17. So, we're starting to just... Field. The top five basically already said now it's kind of see who's going to kind of set the stone for the bottom tier teams right now. That's <laughs> really what we're kind of getting into the way because I don't think McLaren's going to pass Alpine barring a couple DNS and some double points from McLaren. I don't think that's going to really happen. I agree. Well,
0: and you brought up where Haas was in the uh, standings. They could have really had a, a big points uh, gain today, but uh, Nico Hulkenberg got... Dunn did by the FIA, and he jumped all the way back to 15th from uh, the third-place pole position before they took it away from him from that red flag. Did he not come in during the red flag? Was that it? Was that correct? Is that what they officially labeled it as? Ben? Uh,
1: For who? For Nico. Of why he he didn't get the – well, he got pushed from P two uh, on the starting all the way to like what P four, P five.
0: Yeah, P five. I can't. I remember. think
1: what happened. Yeah, what happened? I think he was speeding under the red flag, and I think pre uh, in um in the Q one. I'm pretty sure. I think that's what it was. I think he was going too fast under a red flag in Q one. I think that's what caused it. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe that's what happened. I just thought. He and I think was some like other that. people got. I think there's. No, he did come in. That's not the penalty. He just—I think he was just going too fast under the red flag. Got gotcha. you.
0: Well, either way, the FIA but I could be wrong. Struck their hammer down, and he finished fifteenth.
1: So, they're out to get the Americans. Exactly. <clears throat> it's a shame. I mean, anything else you L- want to talk? I—I I mean, go ahead.
0: I was about to say uh, to transition us into the uh, next segment, Logan Sargent a true-blooded American, did not want to be in Canada. And he was the first to get a DNF. What was it, on lap uh, nine or so, I think? Oh, it was very God. early on, yeah. Which promoted the he greatest strategy call in all of recorded motorsports history. With Ferrari
1: I don't know out. about that. I don't know about that. Well, I think... Uh, Verstappen pitting for new soft tires in Abu Dhabi twenty twenty one might be one up there. But yeah. I don't think the Ferrari four five finish on a pit stop.
2: I mean they have little to lose and little hey, to it's, gain. It's so.
1: baby steps for Ferrari. Eventually we're gonna make it we're making correct strategy calls. We're not accidentally double boxing in Monaco. We're gonna get there. We're gonna climb the ladder. Eventually we might get back to a podium soon.
0: Very not true, eventually. very true. Not eventually that would be soon. Don't worry about it.
1: But yes, our next topic of discussion was Logan Sargent. He is one of the only uh, drivers to see. This, actually, today was the first race where he has not finished a race. He's finished all other eight races this year. Um, but yeah, he's one of two drivers not to score points yet this year. He's one of the one of two rookies on, or three rookies on the calendar this year, with Nick DeFries as well as Oscar Piastri. Of course, DeFries already driving last year one race for Williams scoring points, but the future of the American probably is not in great hands right now, especially since he has not scored points yet. When his teammate Alex, Alex Albon is up to twelfth in the driver's ranks now with seven points, six of them coming today. So, yeah, my question is what is his future in the sport look like? It, obviously he's going to make a pass this year, but he's got to get points eventually, right? Like there's gotta, he he's got to catch a break. Cause like last year, everyone scored points the year before. No, uh, not everyone did. So kind of wonder to see what's going to happen. It's like, okay, first question before you get into to this, bin. do you think Nick or Logan are going to score points first?
2: That's a good question. Um, given that they're both <clears throat> How do I say this? Given that they're both in equally tight situations, they're going to be competing as hard as they can. But I think, I think we got to give it to Logan. Um, not, not for giving the points yet. I'm not going to say that who's who's going to get it first. But we have to give it to Logan. He's driving in a car that literally has a flat floor. And like every other like truck we talked about that
1: on our group chat
2: every. Yeah, we did. I, I sent that out and I was like, guys, this car is completely underdeveloped. I, I, I mean, they just straight up forgot about the floor when they designed it. And that's the most important component of the car. Like, it, and it's not his fault that he doesn't have Alex Albon's superpowers, <laughs> you know, like Alex has always done better in an underperforming car. Um, and when he knows that he can, when he, when he has security, I think he does a lot better. Um, and he also seems to be in a really good place as a driver, just in terms of his, his, um, his approach and how he feels, I think going into the weekend. And I mean, in the interviews, he's largely positive and feels very, seems very upbeat. And I think that's helping him as well in his career. Um and having having a teammate like that's really important for um Logan, especially to learn from, given that he's having a tough season so far. So do I do I think that he's gonna, you know, be Alex the rest of the season out? No. Do I think he'll get points before DeVries? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Um, I think he's. I think he's in an environment where your career doesn't go to die if you're not successful. Whereas at Alpha Tower, you can't really go further down. Does that make sense? Given that you're in yeah. a junior ish, it's not technically a junior team. They say it's its own entity, but given that you're in a junior junior team, you can't really go back in F one in- and. Downgrade team wise, like he's hit it. I think DeVries has hit his ceiling as far as his career, or I think he's hit the floor as far as his career is gone. He can't go any further down. So, I think I think Logan's got more to lose, but more to gain. I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna get points first, and maybe even in Austria, we'll see.
1: I think Logan could stick around longer just because that with three races now in America is just so important. They really have that they have to find an American driver that can stick around in formula one. We've not really had a consistent American driver in years. It's just, they need to establish like that gets someone up to the, the standards of formula one, even though he is in a Williams. Yes. But I, I mean, think he is yeah, to the Alex...
0: Uh
2: For, for, um, I mean, he's finished last of the running cars when he's run every race, but one or two. Which is difficult. You know mm-hmm. it takes a hit. But Nick hasn't improved. That's what I that's what I've been looking for is improvement. Um Logan barely misses out Q two most every weekend, whereas Nick is usually a solid seventeenth every time. And I, I'm and Logan also is making a bunch of rookie mistakes in qualifying that hurt his performance throughout the weekend too. You know, if you talk about where he had that time that was Q two eligible um where was it? And uh well, that was that was uh four races ago. Oh my goodness. Where was the race? In Miami. It was in Miami. He missed out on Q2 by like several thousands of a second with his time and then it was deleted so he wound up starting last on the grid. Um it's just just things like that. He just keeps getting unlucky and I think it has to go his way at some point.
1: Agreed. I think it can just I think they he I think he'll stick around longer than other drivers that are in this position if he doesn't score points soon, just because again, he's the American. They need an American to be successful in Formula One. They need to propel that up. And especially with Williams with uh the owners that they have that are the American fund now, they wanna have an American driver, they're getting American sponsorships like Duracell before this year. They were in a partnership with them. I think Nick or I think Logan had a good thing that came with that. Especially with Avatar, with uh, Yuki potentially being on his last year of his contract, just so much up in the air with them. But course, it was was going to be a Logan only section, but now we're kind of going into Nick and Logan. Yeah, let's talk market. Just, let's just branch out just, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, Yuki two points in an Avatar, right through nine races. That's honestly with the way that car is driving, that's pretty good. Especially with very impressive, he's yeah. finishing, he's finishing top thirteen, fourteen every race. It feels like. Mm-hmm. So he's hanging around there. He's not being a back straggler. Um I mean, what do you think of K Mag? I mean, this has been seen to be an okay Haascar. He's gotten six points. N- Nico's gotten six points. K Mag's gotten two. Mm. He's on the last year of his contract. I I mean Yeah, the he proved himself last year. He's good to go, but I mean, is Haas really like considering like it's got a decent engine. I mean, it's just a matter of just been getting really lucky out the start. They don't got that. They don't have that good straight line speed. That's why you see them get past quickly, even if they have good qualifying sessions. Because they've yeah. had uh, Nico high up today in qualifying. He got finished, I believe, in like 15. And I mean, K-Mag it is, it is, is qualifying. Mm-hmm. You know, true. But
2: yeah, continue. I'm sorry.
1: No, I was just saying that they just could have a chance, just like. I don't know. Just Last year's contract is interesting. Um, Joe Guan, on his last year's contract. I mean, four he's, points in an Alfa Romeo. I he's, he's think he'll get another contract. Yeah. yeah. No, you oh, can chime in if you want to.
0: I've just been tantalized by y'all's conversation, but <laughs> one thing I do want to bring up about the Nick DeVries, um, Logan Sargent talk is Nick DeVries might be a one-trick pony. He may only mm-hmm. be able to win at Monza. And it, <laughs> we'll have to see. It, it, it's in six. It's only points. It, if it's in six races from now, uh, if Logan Sargent can score between then, I think he can uh, get a point before Nick DeVries. But I honestly think Nick DeVries might only be able to score at Monza. And that's going to be but, my whole that, hat in the situation.
2: But here's the thing here's the thing, right? This is, this is why my Logan theory is actually comes into play with that because guess what nick devries was in he was in a williams and that williams only got points at monza well for one of two reasons one because there was a lot of people out but two and probably more importantly that car is really good in the straight line because it's i mean it's just smooth it's it's a smooth surface. They're not trying to generate downforce. I'm pretty sure they're afraid of it. Um, they're going for Williams. speed. They're just going for straight line speed. And guess what? That car on the fastest track on the F1 calendar, um, at least in terms of straights, is concerned. I think I think they have a chance. Um, it's not the fastest track overall. Obviously, that's Saudi Arabia. But as far as in Saudi um, Arabia,
0: you have to generate. A good bit more downforce, it feels like, than in than in Monza. Mm-hmm. You see where I'm going with this? I see where you're going with this. I think we're going think to Daytona. Good... They would <laughs> Detroit Street
2: Circuit. <laughs> they would do good at Daytona. I don't think they do well at the Charlotte Roval, though.
1: I don't care. Go to the Detroit Street Circuit. We need it in Formula One. I want to have it. The uh, day this happens, even if we leave college and we stop doing the show after we're out of college, the day they announce the Detroit street circuit, I'm going to grab my computer, fire up the internet. I'm going to be like, I told y'all, boys. I told y'all. for the love- ones going to the Motor City. It's called love- the Motor City for a reason. You think Ford is being taken on as an engine partner by Red Bull not to have a Detroit Grand Prix? Yes. You got to <laughs> think,
2: I like I like the process. I like, the, nah, if I like gets, that. If America gets
1: if America gets four races before Germany gets one back on the calendar, it's they're gonna be pissed. I'd be mad.
2: I'd be upset. Um, that would I be, be that would be a genuine travesty. Imagine like oh, okay, where
1: track. where are they going? Okay, they have to go to another like what if they went to like a West Coast? Okay, they did Los Angeles Street Circuit or something like that. No, nope, they're going to Detroit. <laughs> no, please no. No way they're going to New York or something. No, they're going to Detroit. I mean they I'd could go to go Long to
2: Beach. Glen. Send them to Watkins Glen or Long Beach.
1: North Wilkesboro.
0: I'm
2: down for that. Bristol Dirt. No,
1: Dallas Motor Speedway. Dirt.
0: Yes, Bristol
1: Dirt. <laughs> Dallas Motor Speedway. No. No. I I right. love
2: I love the idea of Bristol Dirt, but it just in what cars?
1: Dirt. dirt car. Think about cars too. When they were in Japan, they were drifting on the dirt. Francesco Bernoulli could not do it. Lightning McQueen could, and so could the French rally car. Think about it.
2: The GT cars did not do well either. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> Very good point. I know. I know the, thing,
0: the thing you have to think about is there are thousands of dirt tracks along this great nation, and NASCAR just decided of- to pay a bunch of money to just put dirt on an already decent track. There there are so many good dirt tracks in our
2: state too. It's it's unfortunate. Tony yeah, Stewart owns
0: Eldora. Like why not just go there?
1: I don't think we're going to give Tony Stewart anything anytime soon.
0: You have no faith, all right? He <laughs> has a job. But... You got to believe in Stewart Haas Racing, brother. That's not the same Stewart, is it? Yes, it's Tony Stewart. Stewart. He owns it. Really? Yeah, he's coming. I thought it was Newman uh, Haas. It was no, 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 It's Tony Stewart and Haas. Or, yeah. Oh.
2: Whoa. Yeah, I need to brush up on my NASCAR, especially since there was a race today.
0: There was not. It's Father's Day. They didn't have a race today.
1: Come on, Ben. Wow. Hey, ben, wow, Ben. Ben, you don't know wheel? I know,
2: I know two or three wheels. And pisc, they, all, pisc, they all revolve pisc. around the world, not just in the States, unfortunately.
1: All right. I think it's time to move on to our next topic. Our last topic of discussion, in fact, it was the F-123 drive ratings. Every year, people look forward to these ratings. They, EA Sports and Formula One rank the 20 drivers to see who is the best and who is the worst in Formula One. We're going to go through and give our opinions. We think we could say if we agree with them. We can give our opinions on them. We have all the time in the world. Are you boys ready?
0: I'm ready. Yes. Gregs do you want to read them out or you want me to read them out?
1: I got them in front of me, so all I got right. it.
0: Let's see. I got them in front you, Do you have them in front of you, too? I also had them in front of me. Also have them in front of me, Greg. you want me to read them out?
1: I mean, sure, you can. If you, or yeah. no, I no, want no. you to discuss this, too, because you've not talked too much this episode. I don't want to leave you out.
0: No, no. I'll, I'll give my opinions wh- where they are, all right? All right. All right, Noah, you want to do it? Let's go. Yeah, I got it. According to EA's masterful data analytics, coming in at uh, lowest overall to highest overall, first up is Nick DeVries with a rating of 71, 50 experienced, 84 racecraft, 75 awareness, and 67 pace. How do y'all feel about him being the lowest with 67 pace and 84 racecraft?
1: man it kind of goes off of what we were really saying like earlier when we were talking about him and logan i mean i know logan's also 71 from what i'm looking at but yeah i mean i agree with that i mean the two people who have not scored points this year i mean going into the game's launch we're in the software like the opening software of course they're gonna be the lowest so i agree with that
0: here's the funniest part about that though as you said logan Sargent having the same rating Also has 84 race craft, also has 75 awareness, and also has 6.7 pace. But he has 48 experience instead of Nick DeBrees 50. So the only difference is he has minus two experience, and yet they're the same rating. Tell me how it makes sense. Make it make sense. I don't get it. make Make it
1: make sense.
2: Yeah, EA, the geniuses over at EA are
0: way ahead of my... My abilities, so that data, I guess they know more than we do. It's that data analytics, brother. What does um, that even mean? It, it apparently, it's my uh, major here at the college of business. So, all right, no, what's next? Next up, hailing from the country of Australia for the McLaren race team, Oscar Piastri, with a rating of seventy-four. Uh, experience level is seventy four, racecraft is seventy three, awareness is seventy nine, and pace is set at seventy seven.
1: Yeah, I agree with him being the next down there. I think.
0: Yeah, I feel I feel good about that. I don't know if he Actually, has the awareness to you know be seventy nine, though. I think it should be a little lower.
2: That's I think cool. he's a pretty solid seventy nine. I mean, he's he's done really well as a rookie. On his awareness
0: though, because he's seventy four with the overall rating.
2: Maybe I don't know. I think his pace is there. That's a tough call. Uh, I think it's good as is. I think they have
1: to put the rookies that low, I think, just because their experience points are dragging them so far down, I think. Yeah. So that makes sense in my head.
0: That does make sense to me too. Next up for Alfa Romeo. Zoe New with a rating of 78. Experience is 63. Racecraft is 78. Awareness is 74. And Pace is 81. What are you talking about? Griggs, I pronounced it right. What are you doing? Joe that's how. That's how they said it. That's how you say it, right?
1: Hang on. Where's
2: the R in there?
1: Yeah, where's the R what? in Grand? and it's Joe Guan Yu, not Joe Gran Yu. That's you replace the U, you place the U in thing. R. That no, is the same
0: not. exact thing. Different Tuesday. I hate that saying. <laughs> Well, you better get used to it because I say it a lot. What What do y'all think about these ratings, though? Seventy-eight ratings. Cause I know y'all didn't hear me because y'all too busy laughing at me. Experience level is sixty-three. Racecraft is seventy-eight. Awareness is seventy-four. And pace is eighty-one. Yeah, that's fair. Supposed supposed to be more. I think it's fair. Aggressiveness is EA Sports.
1: I think that's fair. I mean, yeah, it's. Again, I think again it's that experience thing going up because again he's one of he's the only sophomore driver on the grid right now, so mm. that makes sense.
0: Does yeah. he have a pace of eighty one though in the eighties? Higher than our next driver. Our next driver is Nico Hulkenberg for the Haas team with a rating of eighty. Nico Eukenberg however you say it, Eukenberg. Experience level of eighty-six, racecraft of seventy-nine, awareness of eighty-one, and pace of eighty. So minus mm. one on the pace there for from Joe, from Zoe.
2: Well, we'll let the results speak for themselves. There, I mean, as far as as far as I've seen, that's pretty well earned, I suppose.
1: I think so too. Again, I'm really neither here nor there. He did take a few years off. I can see where that might hinder him a little bit, but I think he. I think it's a good rating, right there for that. I know we're saying it's a good rating for everything. We got to be a little more different here soon, but I mean, I agree with all these so far. It's literally just it's the experience really dragging them down than some of the cars. So like, I don't know if you could do this in F1, whatever it is. But if you could like change the car that they're in in some tracks, I think some of these drivers could be different suited.
0: Well, you can equal out the stats. But I think that's about it yeah. of the cars.
1: Hey, I've won a race on F one twenty three with Nicholas Latifi, so I can do I can do all.
0: What do anything?
1: I want to in twenty two. Sorry, not
0: twenty say <laughs> you already got the game. You no got shot. a code. I got code.
1: I got codes, man. I'm an influencer. What <laughs> can I say? <said, hey. laughs> uh, next up, Nico's
0: teammate over at Haas, Kevin Magnuson. rating of eighty one, experience of eighty one, racecraft of seventy nine awareness of 85 and pace of
1: 82 yeah yeah i agree with that we're really getting out it's yeah it's all these are really making sense nothing too scandalous so far
0: the reason ea Uh, puts these out is to drive up conversations on twitter to get people to buy the game come on now you are not
2: falling for the ea sports
0: marketing ploy I'm not
2: a corporate drone, so I.
1: Because I really they they think that, that. that like half the people who look at F1 like in America don't know who like four of the six drivers we've already talked about are.
0: <laughs> All right.
2: That's very. As I go off screen to get my computer charger, I'm sorry, guys. Okay. This, imagine, is, this is what happens. This is what happens with,
1: video. This is what happens when you're not a business major. You can't think critically or analytically. Exactly. That's
2: literally. My, uh
0: you're terrible. Um, if you, <laughs> next up with a rating yeah. of eighty-three, Yuki Sonoda. Experience level is sixty-nine, racecraft is seventy-nine, awareness is seventy-five, and pace is set at eighty-seven.
1: All right. I would. I got okay, you.
2: that's a controversy. I didn't know that Yuki was next. I forgot that he was going to be
1: included. Rating.
2: I'd swap him in K Mag. No, that's Actually, exactly I'd what I was thinking. In, I'd swap him in Nico.
1: Ooh, so you put? Would you still put uh, Nico above K, K- Mag? Yes. Mm, I'd switch K Mag and Yuki. I don't think I've seen that from Hulk yet. I mean, yeah, he has more points than K Mag this year, but just like again, you're starting so high up the grid. This, the, granted, I know it was a wet qualifying, but still, just dropping positions so quickly, dropping well, ten spots. See. It is bad, but still, I mean, I mean, he yeah. still finished ahead of Yuki Sonoda.
0: The thing really he helping. That's yuki out is his pace of 87 so that's
1: kind of where and yeah because he's large jump he drives flat down. out yeah and no matter who's, what
0: who's he will next. not let you turn into the next turn you're going off the street um
1: he will yell at you too
0: tied with him at a rating of 83 alexander albon of Williams with 75 experience, 81 race craft, 78 awareness and 86 pace.
1: Yeah, he's definitely better than Yuki. I'm keeping him there until I hear someone else I disagree with.
2: Yeah, I don't uh, I'm good with that.
0: Next up? I uh, very much agree. The Canadian, Lance Stroll with a rating of 84, 79 experience, 91 racecraft, 78 awareness and 81 pace. I don't think Lance Stroll should have a race craft of 91. I don't think that's. I mean, that
1: is. Aston Martin is really good. I mean.
2: Okay, but the car doesn't make your drive, like your, your race what craft. What is race common sense in a
1: car? Basically. Okay, I understand. Yeah, I don't think that's a 91, but I think that's a good spot for him, especially with like, he has improved since he started. That is a fact. Like, he used to be like the butt of a lot of jokes now he's getting points like every race so I mean granted he's not better than Fernando he'll be Aston Martin's um, number one driver till he retires
2: yeah I-, I think so um, but I still the race crap being an 89
0: 91 91, 91. You gotta add two to that. the pace is an 81 what alright Now who's next Next up is one of the Frenchmen, Pierre Gasly, with a rating of eighty-five, experience seventy-eight, racecrafts eighty-nine, awareness is seventy-six, and pace is eighty-five. So more. Um, Hang on, this makes no. Why would Pierre Gasly have a higher rating than Lance Stroll, when all okay he has four better racecrafts, race, craft, Pierre's I race. Guess, or four better pace is how they do that.
1: Pierre's um, won a race.
0: Yeah. Pierre has one of these. No, I think it should be higher. It's just that it's weird. Experience, racecraft, and awareness are all lower than Lance Stroll's, but the pace is four attributes higher. So I guess that's how they award the extra overall to it.
1: Yeah. Okay. I understand that. Who's next? Do you have a number? What number driver we're at yet, Noah? Uh,
0: we. I think we're almost halfway through the field, I believe. All right. Next up is his teammate at Alpine, uh Ocon. 86 rating, 77 experience, 92 racecraft, 76 awareness and 86 pace.
1: Yeah, I don't got a problem with that.
2: Uh I think he should have more experience given that he's been in F1 for 8 years. And, before, and a race winner. And before that In a was, race winner.
0: Before that he was also uh big in the karting scene, right? If I remember correctly,
1: yes. yeah. I think all these guys are big in the karting scene, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah,
0: well, I thought Essamon was yeah. special for a reason. I can't really remember.
1: He's French. He's special enough. Wee oui, wee oui
0: baguette. Uh, next up, Valtteri Baltas for Alfa Romeo. 87 rating, uh, 88 experience, 86 racecraft, 97 awareness, and 86 pace. Mm, okay. Phil? Okay.
1: I agree with that. I mean, 97 awareness just because of all those great years he really had in Mercedes, just that experience, just always finishing. Like, he was – I can't – I don't have a number for how many years he finished second in the driver's standings, but it's got to be up there with a decent amount.
0: Uh, the experience might be a little low as we move on up the list. Uh, I'll just let you guys listen out for it. Just remember that it was set at 88. Okay. Next, What's next, next up, the uh, man who replaced Valtteri Baltas over – At Mercedes, George Russell, 88 rating with 76 experience, 87 racecraft, 83 awareness, and 91 pace.
1: Ooh, so that means... Ooh, okay. So that means they have George Russell rated below Lando Norris.
0: Yeah. That is correct.
1: (laughs) Wow. I don't agree with that. They have a couple other... Lando... I mean, Lando's a good person. I mean, he's going to sell you some video games, but...
0: I think he's on the I cover. I don't think... If I remember correctly. No, he's, he's on, the on the cover of 22.
1: I th- he was on the cover of yeah. 22, I thought. That's right. That's so is right. George, though. Yeah, but I, mean, I think George is better. I mean, George has proven... George went from Williams to Mercedes and immediately just went. I mean, Lando's only been at McLaren, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, he's he always has. been.
1: He's always been talked about going to these other spots. I mean, he's always been talked about the next heir to Red Bull or Mercedes because he's that British driver, charismatic. But... Yeah, I think George is better than him as of right now, including the machinery and it all. I just, yeah. I mean, am I crazy to say that? I mean, Lando's still not won in, like, what, four or five years? Yeah, I don't
0: know.
1: Because
0: he didn't even win. uh, Has he won yet?
1: Because he didn't. No. He hasn't won McLaren. He's finished second. He's finished second with uh, Danny Rick and I think, what was that? uh, Imola?
0: Monza. Monza. Monza was Monza, one, yeah. Monza. One of, the was the play,
1: Monza one, one of the Italian tracks. One of the Italian tracks. No, it track. was I – mean,
2: it? Was, was it? No. no.
1: No, no, no. it was later in the season. It was Monza. It was, it was down, Monza. It was down the stretch. It was later yeah. in the season.
0: Yeah, it was Monza. You're right. Uh, tying, this, indeed, t- tying him with the same rating, Carlos Sainz Jr. for Ferrari – Eighty eight rating, eighty four experience, ninety two racecraft, eighty one awareness, and eighty seven pace.
1: So like Lando it. is still ahead of Carlos Sainz? Yes.
2: Yeah, I like it. I think Lando's a better driver than Carlos.
1: You're wrong. Um That's a toss up. That's a toss up for me.
2: It depends on the weekend, you know. I think
1: I mean, yeah, Carlos has the better machinery, but I mean he's gotten out of that. He got out of the McLaren. I feel like Lando could and just chose not to.
2: I mean, well, Carlos also left at McLaren because Lando was beating it. And Ferrari was actually behind McLaren. It just wound up being a better career move for Carlos. I don't know. I We have like three years of head-to-head comparison with him, and it seems like Lando's come out on top every time.
1: But just to think about those the things that have that Carlos has done, multiple polls. He's got the win last year at Silverstone. That's just what drives my head. I know I'm probably thinking really just kind of short term bias with in terms of like yeah. big success. But I mean overall, I mean you gotta think about those McLaren. I mean I guess I could see that being that. But yeah, I agree with you. It's just that one's a toss up for me between him and George. Or him and Lando as well. Yeah. Definitely George. Definitely Lando. I'm not sure about George yet.
2: I gotcha, I gotcha.
1: Alan? I agree with you, but
0: EA does this in a very particular way that I kind of have to respect from a marketing standpoint, and I'll get into that in just a second. But next up, from Mexico for Red Bull, Sergio Perez, with a rating of 89, experience of 91. Racecraft of 93, awareness of 86, and pace of 87. Personally, this I, game. I think his re, re, uh, pace needs to go up a little bit, up from the 87. Uh, I think he's a little bit faster than Carlos Sainz on pace wise, but I can see it.
1: Lando Norris should not be ahead of Carlos. <laughs> Couldn't should not be ahead of Sergio Perez. There is no, is he tied? No, is that what you're about to say? Yes, he is tied, but still should not be that. It counts
0: Lando Norris as in the top five of the drivers. Yes, I agree with that.
1: I agree agree, with that. You 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 compare them as racers?
2: Yeah, I think I think Perez should even be lower than Signs. Um, I mean, look at, he's, he hasn't, except for the races when he's won due to being in the faster car. He hasn't
1: been anywhere on the pace. I mean, he won in a Force India. So, I mean, I just think he's better than Lando. Like,
2: no, I mean, yes, Lando. Got... Lando was chasing for that win in a McLaren at Monza.
1: um
2: having I mean, the yeah, win
1: chasing is... for wins. He's never got to the point. Yeah, yeah the, driver, got... the driver they just got. Driver, the driver they just paid thirty million dollars won a race before Lando Norris to leave, and. I mean, that's, he, not, he's, that's he's not. He's in a dead end spot at McLaren.
2: I don't think he is. I, I really do don't. Think, I think do you think not, in the
1: next three years he can win a race at McLaren. No. Okay.
2: He, he'll he'll never win if he stays at McLaren.
1: Okay. Now, if he goes to a different team, I video. think. Now, if he gets a better machinery, I think he can. But with the body of work yeah. he's produced so far at McLaren and his best finish being a P two, no po- no poles. I'm just not seeing it. I think Sergio Perez is better. There's a reason he's gotten more contracts at Red Bull because he is reliable. He can get those spots. Yes, he's been a little shaky these past couple qualifying sessions, but I mean he's still. Um, he's nine points ahead of Fernando Alonso now in the driver's standing. He's 24 ahead of Lewis Hamilton.
0: Ton. Yeah. Kind of arguing um, about
1: this. It's good for the content.
2: No, I, re- I really don't think Perez is in the top five.
0: Perez is. I think
2: the top on five. a. Wait no yeah, no Lando Lando's
0: think... top five. Excuse me, he's six. Okay yeah. I think that's fair.
2: Um, I think Carlos could beat Perez in a Red Bull.
1: Okay, I could I could potentially see that.
2: And that's that's my key reason why I debated their their positioning there. I think Carlos could beat Fernando. Or er, Lando. <laughs> I think Carlos could beat Perez. I think Lando would beat Carlos.
1: All right. Noah, top four, hit us.
0: Uh, Well, I didn't. Okay. Top five, Lando Norris. I'll run through. He's a rated 89, 76 experience, 91 racecraft, 79 awareness, and 91 pace. So I don't get how he's an 89 overall, being that he has 76 experience and 79 awareness when Sergio Perez is also 89, with 91 experience and
1: 93 racecraft. It's because Landon's going to sell more video games than him.
0: Well, yes, but he's also apparently going to stream it, hopefully, probably, in a banana suit. Um, Fourth place driver, something that I do not agree with. Also tied, Landon Norris (laughs) and Sergio Perez at a rating of 89. Charles LeClaire, 77 experience, 92 racecraft, Eighty five awareness and ninety pace.
2: No.
1: Ninety. But He's a ninety. I'm,
2: a, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna keep dogging on Perez. If Perez is that close to Leclerc.
1: I mean come on. Come I think on. I think I think Charles is a ninety. He's definitely better than those two. He's head and
2: shoulders better than the Come on. Right. It's not good enough, EA.
0: It's not good enough.
1: What they want they want the content creators like us to debate this. This is what they are wanting.
0: They won't even yeah. give us a code. Can you believe it?
1: Give us give us some codes, EA, please. We'll no, promote please. the show in no. in pseudo in pseudo manners. In non <laughs> we'll just talk about the game more. Alright. We'll talk about
2: the game more. And, it's all and, jokes. And potentially embed the links in our Twitter bio. What?
1: No. We are um, joking. Ben is winking. Um
0: In Minecraft. Uh, Number three. The top three overall driver with a rating of 92, experience of 97, racecraft of 94, awareness of 94, and pace of 90. Griggs, do you know who it is? It's going to be Fernando Alonso. No, it's Lewis Hamilton. (laughs) What? Yes. I I realized as I read it out, that sounds a lot like Fernando Alonso. Are Are him and Fernando tied? Yes. They are.
1: Okay. Yes. They're
0: tied at okay. 92. Okay.
1: But, and then Max oh. is number one at 94, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Fernando
0: so, Alonso, though, the difference between him and Lewis is he has 99 experience, which is kind of funny. You got it, I mean, it's fair.
1: It's fair. Uh, Fernando is Alonso. That, is that is is the so, yeah. tiebreaker? That F one Is that the tiebreaker this website uses to experience? Yes. Uh
0: No, because Sergio Perez appears at the bottom of Charles Leclerc and Lennon Nortis, and he has 91 experience. Nortis. No, how you say it?
1: Nortis. If I had Nordus. to guess... Nortis the tortoise.
0: I think it's whatever... Honestly, I don't think there's a tiebreaker. I think this is just how uh, EA Sports how breaks down who's the best, yeah.
1: I mean, of course Max is number one. I mean, that's without question. I mean, I could see how he could flip uh, Fernando and Sir Lewis around. Maybe not this year. I mean, last year, they definitely put Lewis ahead of Fernando just because they're looking at that car. I mean, this is just not – this is a good example. where They're not just looking just at the driver. They're looking at the car. He's. I'd say 70 – I'd go 80% of the driver, and instead about 20% of what car they're driving, I feel like. Let me know if I'm wrong. I think that's one part of the reason around this, just because and Fernandez' experience really carrying him here. That Fox. is,
0: yeah, it is kind of a hard thing to judge, though. If you're EA Sports data analyzers, their ratings adjuster for Madden, it's like Snoop Dog or Snoop Snoop Dog or something. So I don't know who oh. they got for F one. Um, Anybody taking
2: yeah. it seriously? What? I said, I have a hard time taking the ratings adjustment seriously. Well, sure. it's,
0: it's meant to drive up interest in the game. I'll finish this out by reading Max Verstappen's uh, stat line 94 overall, 84 experience, 97 racecraft, 85 awareness, and 95 pace.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's as high as you can do it without seeming just, unfair. <laughs> what did you say
1: experience was? Uh,
0: 84. I think, honestly, the only thing I have a real problem with is awareness. I feel like you can bump that up a little bit.
1: Oh, what's like his awareness heading again?
0: 88,
1: 85. Yeah. That can be the 90s, I think. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And you looked at
1: me like I'm crazy. Why, why would I be crazy? I'm
2: thinking it's lower.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Do tell.
2: Uh. He's so good that he falls asleep at the wheel. <laughs>
1: I mean he freaking drove that up. car with a um with a bird in his back brake ducts today and still won the race by ten seconds, basically. Yeah.
2: Bump his bump his pace up by like three or four and take his awareness down by
1: one. I bet I think he'd take that. Yeah, I think he'd be okay with
2: that. I think he'd rather know that he's fast than aware. I don't think he really cares about being courteous.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's really ever cared about that on the track.
0: He cares about winning, race. finishing first.
1: Exactly. Exactly. He's a winner. He's he a 1st Get her last. Ricky. Wow. That was a good show, though, gents. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we spent a lot of time talking about those raids. We spent about twenty-five minutes talking about the ratings.
0: That's Because what it's what the people That's want. Like-
1: That is our F1 23 preview for the game. Um, But yeah, good show. Back same time next week. Let me do the outro. Thank you. Oh, Ben's got one more thing.
0: No, no, no. I'm good.
1: You're good? No, are you good?
0: Um, I'm good. I think Lance Stroll should have been the highest rated driver in the game.
1: Whereas Nicholas Latibi is as an alternate driver.
0: Exactly. Oh, yeah.
1: The people want to know. The people want to know. But anyway, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Smooth Operators. Missed any of today's show. You can check it out on your favorite podcast platform. Probably tomorrow afternoon when Noah gets that up. We'll be back here same time next week, I think. We'll be doing a preview for the next race, which is my computer just lagged. It is the Austrian Grand Prix, so we'll get you back there. That That is the Red Bull Ring, correct?
2: Yes, it is.
1: The Red Bull Ring, a great track to watch and, yeah, that's it for this show. For Ben McClurkin, Noah Phillips, I'm Greg Sweeneyberg. This has been Smooth Operators on Weagle 91.1 FM. Happy Father's Day, everyone. If you've not just said happy Father's Day to your father, go you wish him a happy Father's Day. Happy Father's day, to this day from all of us here at Smooth Operators. But until next time, we'll see you later. Have a great week and War Eagle.